Welcome to Energy Levels. I'm your host, Shannon. I'm the owner and creator of SLS Holistics, where our motto is energy healing for overall well-being. I practice Reiki, emotion code, and body code. And if you don't know what that is, just hang around to find out. On this podcast, I'm going to discuss different energy healing modalities, spirituality, and all the things in between. So join me and ask yourself, what's my energy level today? Then let's raise it together. Welcome to episode eight of Energy Levels. I'm not going to have a lot of announcements today, and I'm not even going to do our standard card poll because I got to interview Adrian from Torchbearer Tachyon, and she is so cool, and I'm so excited for you guys to listen to her story about her chamber, things like that, that we're just going to jump right into it. So again, you're about to listen to me interview Adrian from Torchbearer Tachyon. Let's jump into it. So, okay. So today I would like to welcome Adrian to the podcast. Adrian runs the Torchbearer, Tach- Torchbearer Tachyon Chamber, which I'm going to let her tell you all about, but it's super cool. And I do have pictures I can put up on Instagram so that you can see the inside of the chamber. Uh, she has a lot of background in fundraising in the nonprofit space, and she's an all around awesome person. And so let's go ahead and meet her. Hi, Adrian. Welcome to Thank you, <laughs> Very fun. Very exciting. You are my first guest on the show. So thank you so much for uh, letting me be a little trial and error with you. I appreciate it. <laughs> this is super cool. Shannon, you're such a pioneer. I love it. I'm, oh I'm my gosh. <laughs> so, well, tell us a little bit about yourself, please. Sure. I grew up in a military family, which I think shaped me because we did move a lot when I was a young person. And then at age eight, my father made the final move, um, and I stayed in that house from age eight to age 18, which was in Somerville, South Carolina. Okay. But those first few formative years, you know, I did have three, actually four different houses from birth to age eight. And I think it gave me a sense of um, loving novelty and loving meeting new people, trying new things, learning new things. Um, at age eight, when my father settled in South Carolina, it was because my mother had grown up in Spartanburg, South Carolina. Okay. And so we moved into a, a town that's kind of close to the coast near Charleston called Somerville, South Carolina. And that was my formative years as like high school. That sounds um, really pretty. <laughs> it's beautiful in Somerville, South Carolina. They're home of the Azalea Festival. So mark your calendar for next spring. Okay. But when I went to college, I chose to do something that was just kicking off the ground. It was like a new novel startup program at the University of South Carolina, and it was their honors college, like a college within a college. Okay. So we had some amazing professors, and we had a lot of cool synthesis between subjects. So even though maybe someone was like, I was majoring in communications, you mm-hmm. could take that was like a wrap-up of like anthropology and communications or you know art and communications. so we had some interesting course offerings that I was so grateful to have uh-huh. and then um, graduate school came thanks to Rotary International the Rotary Foundation at that time had this amazing program where we you could study abroad if you were sponsored by Rotary and your obligation back to Rotary was to give speeches about life where you grew up. So like my sponsoring club was in the Carolinas and I went to New Zealand and they said, okay, 
tell the New Zealand Rotary Clubs all about growing up in the Carolinas. And then vice versa, when you get back to the Carolinas, go around South and North Carolina and give speeches about life in New Zealand. And girl, that's just where I felt like I really blossomed and bloomed and getting to study and study abroad and see the world like that and then talk about it. That is so cool. So wait, how old were you then when you were in living in New Zealand? That was I was uh, like a 21 year old. I was a grad student and I was doing a graduate degree. I got my master's degree in communications so and cool. it was amazing because in New Zealand, they love the beaches. They love the surf. They love the mountains. They love to ski and all the adrenaline sports, whitewater rafting and bungee jumping and mountain biking. They're, they're very outdoorsy. All my friends that I know who are from New Zealand, they're very outdoorsy people. Like they want to be camping. They want to be hiking. They want to be trying something new. Like don't coop them up in a house for too long. They're going to go insane. So yeah, I believe that. (laughs) And then when I finished my degree, I came back to Charlotte because I was kind of in love with a guy that I'd met during college. We married and had two children. Mm -hmm. We're no longer married, but we're so proud of our girls. We have a daughter who is a graduate of the University um, of NC State and then a second daughter who's a soft uh, rising junior there at NC State, both business majors. Good for them. That's the wolf pack, right? That's the wolf pack. You did, girl. (laughs) I didn't grow up here. I grew up in Indiana. So like, I'm still learning the colleges and universities here. My husband went to UNC. So like, they're pretty easy because I'm surrounded by UNC stuff, but like the other ones I'm like, Oh, Hey, I think I recognize the wolf pack. I know. <laughs> yes, yes. And when, when we're down here in the South and we say USC, of course, we don't mean university of Southern California, oh, right? Yeah. South Carolina oh, Gamecocks. Oh, you're a women's basketball team. They're really good. They did quite well. I think they took home the, the, the whole thing this year. Actually, LSU, sorry to tell you, it was LSU that took home oh, the whole thing. Ah. Yes. I think they were in the final four though. Okay, good. Went to the final four. They were expected to take home the whole thing. And I think they got upset by LSU and then LSU ended up winning. Those raging Cajuns, very uh, good. Oh yeah. So, but we can, we don't have to talk about that. We don't have to. No. <laughs> <laughs> so it kind of sounds like you have had like that kind of typical American childhood growing up, you know, I mean, a little bit not so typical with the military moving around at first, but definitely like you guys settled and you went to, you know, you went through high school, you went to college, you got to study abroad, which is a really cool experience for sure. But you kind of took that like typical American path. And so now you're doing something with Torchbearer that is like not typical at all. So kind of how did you get involved with Torch? Like, how did this come about? How did, how did Tachyon start? I got to say, I have to credit a couple of my workmates for helping prompt my awakening, like my spiritual awakening. When I was a young um, professional, this was just before I got married in the year 1997, um, 1998, I was working as a radio rep, which means not on the radio, but I was selling ads on the radio. Okay. And we had an interesting competitive landscape whereby Yes, you had to go out into the community and find Mm -hmm. companies who wanted to buy ads on your radio station. And first of all, you had to convince them to do advertising. Some some aren't doing any ads. And then once they said, yeah, I'm doing advertising, you were competing against television and cable and outdoor, you know, billboards and all the magazines, all the things they could choose. So you had to get them to choose radio. And then sometimes you get them to choose radio, but they wouldn't choose your station. 
Oh, you know, okay. was like, I want to be on rock or country. And you're like, but, but I sell oldies or easy listening or whatever. Uh-huh. So very competitive outside, but it was also competitive inside the building because sometimes you'd come back with a great new relationship. You're like, guess what? The next door neighbor, he owns a car dealership and he wants to buy my radio ad. Perfect. But it's not your account, meaning oh. well, that's, that's Tommy's account. It's on the, it's on the account list is it, he owns it. So if any ads come in from that account, it's going to go to him. And you're like, oh, are you sure? Cause like, I just, I could totally make this, you know? And so that, that, in, that experience, Shannon, led to my awakening because some of my teammates believed in a world of scarcity uh-huh. and teammates believed in a world of abundance. Mm. And I started to learn about abundance. Like, hey, you guys, it's okay. There's plenty of ads. There's plenty of accounts. There's plenty of clients for everyone. Yeah. Okay, if you don't get every single you know, piece of business that comes to the door, there's plenty for all of us. And there was like 10 of us. Yeah. And I started to learn from my coworkers, especially two of them who I I really credit with being very instrumental in my awakening. They started, one of them was a Reiki master. She taught me about laying hands on and teaching how to heal through energy. And then the other one introduced me to Esther Hicks and Jerry Hicks and all the teachings of Abraham. I love Abraham so much. Okay. I'm so excited. This is awesome. I had those two little impetuses of, of a little Abraham, a little bit of Reiki and energy healing. And I started to really feel, I'm like, okay, there's more to life than we can see, than science can explain, than even religion can explain. And I started to dig deep into the world of metaphysical stuff. And so as my thirties and forties unfolded, I had still never heard of tachyon, Uh but I gotta say, COVID brought on a little bit of fast forward in my awakening mm-hmm. journey. I, I think it did for a lot of people. I think it fast forwarded mine as well. Like I was kind of moving slowly along and then I, I actually had COVID in March of 2020. I was still flying with the airlines, got super sick, but I felt like it was almost weird. It was like, as it was happening, I was like, I feel like this is resetting me somehow. I feel like this is setting me up for something more. Like it's getting rid of all of the junk that needs to go. So I do like, that's one way I know. And I don't want to make COVID like this. Oh, this good thing that happened. Like I was, I was sick. Like I was coughing. Like it was not a fun experience and it's been a horrible experience for a lot of people in very many ways, losing loved ones or just feeling incredibly isolated and the feelings that come with it. But I do kind of think it had that effect on the world and a lot of more, a lot more people kind of got to finally stop uh, what they were doing instead of just grind, grind, grind all the time. They were at home. They had the time to just go, wait a second, they had the time to tune into themselves and, and listen to themselves instead of constantly like appeasing the outside world, they kind of got to tune into their inside world. So I'm sorry that I interrupted, but I, I understand that like fast forward of COVID happening. Yeah. Amen. Sister, I think we both see that the same way. There was a lot of blessings within Mm -hmm. the thing called COVID. And one of my blessings was having both daughters home Mm -hmm. with me during that early days of the pandemic yeah. and think, wow, this is beautiful. Like we're, we're really focusing on what we say are our priorities, family, faith, yeah. health, but we're really doing those things now. I'm spending time in the hammock reading. I'm spending time with my two rescue dogs, like walking them. I'm taking care mm-hmm. of my health. I'm eating better. Um, I just felt like there was many, many blessings in COVID, but one of the curses that came along for me was I had never experienced anxiety 
Mm. Daily basis. Of course, I knew what anxiety was. I felt it at many different points of life, but I started to feel it every day, all day. So I went in search, Shannon. I went in search, like, okay, how can I get some relief from this persistent, like anxiety? Like, like I would even tell my daughters, like, why do I feel so like ants in my pants right now? Like, like, like there's nothing that needs to be done right now, but I feel like something bad is about to happen. Yeah. I'll go through some of the list of the things I tried and um, then it'll kind of lead us up to why, how I found tachyon, but I really found great relief from Reiki. Mm -hmm. I love the sound healing journeys that I went on. I loved building my meditation practice. In fact, that first Christmas, my daughters recognized how much I love the calm app. Uh Christmas present was a subscription to the paid part of the calm app. That's a great gift. It's so sweet. And I still, to this day, think of the, like how well my girls know me and what mm-hmm. thoughtful gifts they are. But I like tried hypnosis and I tried essential oils and I tried, um, well, I've always been a fan of acupuncture and chiropractic and I found good relief in all of these things, but it would still creep back into my world. Yeah. And so here's how the tachyon word first came onto my radar. Yeah. Cause I... I had not heard of this word until I met you at a women's fire circle. I was like, tachyon, what is that? Like, I had no clue. So I think this is probably a word that most people have never heard. I think it's very, very new for the majority, like 98% of people probably don't know what tachyon is. So I'm so excited. We're about to dive in. Didn't mean to interrupt, but I'm, and for people, cause it's just like, you know, I don't put the video anywhere. Like every now she's talking and I just do like a happy dance. I'm like, so excited about this conversation. So, okay, keep going. (laughs) Thank you for saying that though, Shannon, because I have several spiritual friends who are, you know, light years ahead of me down the path. And even they were like, tachyon, what what is this you speak of? What is this sorcery? So the word is spelled Mm T-A-C-H-Y-O-N. And so even folks who've like been on the West coast or international, and they've like owned metaphysical shops and been into crystals and astrology and tarot forever, they're still learning this. And I am too. We're all learning together. So tachyons are a subatomic particle Mm -hmm. that travels faster than the speed of light. And scientists used to say, oh, that can't exist. That's the the fastest we know, the speed that we've ever exceeded, you know, is the speed of light. Um, So they were hypothetical. And there's still some scientists who swear that they aren't real yet. But there's a lot of people in the world of quantum science who've been like, no, these are very real. These are very proven. And um, they kind of gave it a Star Trek name. So it sounds like it's still off in science fiction world. Well, I mean, and quantum physics has proven that like the thought you're having in your head, they proved quantum entanglement. So the thought you're having in your head is influencing a molecule on the inside of a star on the other side of the universe. And so you have to have things that travel faster than the speed of light. If your thoughts are influencing stars, like so many tens of thousands of million billion miles away, like we're all connected And so this tachyon then is kind of one of those like quantum particles, right? Exactly. Okay. Which is, which is legit science. Y'all it's not like. (laughs) So people ask me like, okay, how should I think about this? Um, I say, think about tachyon as a zero point energy, Mm -hmm. but it's um, what the founders of tachyon living, who I ended up buying the tachyon chamber from. Mm -hmm said it's also a consciousness and it's a consciousness that will co-create with you 
and any human, but also any living entity. So an animal, a plant, this, this consciousness called tachyon, this energy field called tachyon can co-create with them and manifest and accelerate, you know, things that they're manifesting um, to bring them into life fuller, quicker, more fully crystallized and formed. Yeah. And so how did I find out about a tachyon chamber? It starts with a phone call. My, my pal that I had been doing tons of hiking with over the winter said, hey, do you want to go to um, Waynesboro, Virginia with me? I'm like, well, sure. What's in Waynesboro, Virginia? Well, I'm traveling to Waynesboro, Virginia to visit a tachyon chamber. I was like, tachyon chamber? What in the world is that? She's like, well, we'll get to that in a minute. I'll send you a link. But if you don't want to do the tachyon chamber, that's totally okay. She said, I'm going to try it. Um, but in the meantime, we can hike a bunch of trails and have a little fun weekend road trip. Yeah. Story short, Shannon, when we get there, I meet the fellow who founded this tachyon chamber and his name is Dr. Joe McNamara. And I'm chatting with him while Rachel is using the tachyon chamber and I'm deciding whether or not this is something I want to try, but I'm very curious. So I'm, mm -hmm. I'm leaning towards trying it. Some of the things that he shared with me are that tachyons are um, a particle that can help us mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. They also have this beautiful anti-aging effect. I'm like, sweet, sign me up. Can and then when I see facials in your tachyon chair, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> keep going. <laughs> but when I see Rachel exit the room after her, you know, experience in the chamber, she was just literally floating. Like I was like, oh my gosh, you're in such a Zen state. And I said, how did that feel? And she's like, give me a minute. I, I, I need to like ground. I need to like yeah. come down to earth and feel what I'm feeling. I don't even know what I'm feeling. And so Dr. Joe's like, so Adrian, would you like to give it a try? I'm like, yes. Yeah. And I jumped into his chamber and um, I'll just describe what the next few minutes were. Um, it, I was under a pyramid made mm -hmm. of different noble metals, mostly copper. And there was crystals all around the room and beautiful, like sacred geometry, you know, symbols that we all recognize and um, the flower of life. There was a big, you know, I think he had a wall hanging on the wall, like a big tapestry, the flower of life. And he had beautiful music playing and the smells were so calming. And so I laid down underneath the, the, um, the pyramid. And then I was like, okay, so do you need to turn it on? Or like, he's like, nope. It's always running. It's a portal. You're now in a portal and you're, you're bathing in tachyons. And I was like, sweet. Okay. He goes, just relax. You can put on these headphones if you want. You can have an eye mask if you want. It's all up to you, but just enjoy your journey. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, okay, settling in for a little bit of a meditation. Well, Shannon, once I sort of laid back and got kind of comfortable and like really started to meditate and let my mind kind of go to that Zen space, I felt like, oh, this is happening kind of quick. Like I'm melting into the mattress. Ooh, this feels cool. Wait, the mattress is now melting into the floor. <laughs> Wait a minute. Now I'm melting into the center of the earth and everything seemed like it sped up kind of. And I was, I was startled like a little bit. I kind of, I almost yelled out like, Dr. Joe, Dr. Joe, come back in the room. Can you yeah. turn this down? Yeah. But I, because I'm like an angel, a, an entity, a being appeared on my left and on my right. And they just said, you're safe. Yeah. You're supported. Like not in words, but just knowing this and, and you, we, you got this. And I, I had this astral journey, like out among the stars and planets. That's amazing. So I was like, just, did Dr. Joe dose me? What happened? <laughs> did I just take drugs or something? But I felt so calm and so peaceful and almost like people describe like a, an out of body or a, a, 
like what is that life um end of life that oh one. yeah like an out-of-body experience or like a near-death experience where you're kind of like you're you can see everything what's going on or you know everything that's happening but you're not like in your physical body kind of felt like you're you're yeah. a little outside of it totally near-death yeah. experience and so when I came out of the tachyon chamber um I remember thinking, wow, I feel so much calmer. Like my intention was to try to rid myself of some of that anxiety and not feel like the world is going to come crashing down. Yeah, it absolutely did. Like that afternoon, Rachel and I had a hike and she's like, so I think I'm going to go back tonight. You know, I'm just going to soak up as much tacky as I can while I'm here. Do you want to go? I'm like, absolutely. Yeah. So she and I both had four tacky sessions while we were in Waynesburg, Virginia. And as we drove home from that weekend road trip, I remember thinking, wow, that was like so many hours away. I wish we had one in our city. Yeah. The wheels started turning of like, how can I bring this to my city? Talk to Dr. Joe, researched a bunch of options and it, it, it came together for Charlotte in the most unusual way. <laughs> yeah, well, do you wanna tell us about that? I would love to hear a little bit more about like, how did it come together? And you're in Cornelius, right? The chamber's in Cornelius, so out a little bit outside of Charlotte, but exactly. still close enough where they don't have to go on, nobody has to take a weekend road trip if you're in exactly. the Charlotte area. <laughs> and if they wanted to take a weekend road trip, because we've had some visitors from California and from um, Texas, and they, you can stay in this beautiful little VRBO, this little Airbnb, like house that's on the property that I don't own, but that our landlord has a great Airbnb. But so yeah. here's how it came together. My mind started turning on as we drove home on how can I do this more often mm-hmm. and just keep this good mojo going? Because I don't want to start to feel that, that, you know, hankering anxiety. Mm-hmm. And, Shannon, and I should, I should share with your listeners that like, I really know what that feels like to like wake up in the morning and you're not quite conscious yet. And then as soon as you click into, oh, oh, I'm in my bed, I'm awake. Oh, it would yeah. start to creep in. And I would think about, oh no, I've got to do this. And I didn't do that. And this is going to happen. And oh my gosh, I'm not going to have time for, and so-and-so is going to be mad at me. And I'm just not enough. I can't do enough. I can't I can't meet all the needs of all the people. And I'm just, I just wanted to hide under the covers. Yeah. And that's Ooh. a very, it's a very real feeling. I've experienced that myself. It's like you wake up and you don't even get a moment to just be like, oh, I'm awake. Maybe I'll like get some coffee. Like you don't even have time to just like check in with yourself and see what you want before all of these thoughts are ping ponging around in your head that are again, like outside of the things that you have to do outside of yourself and you know, just that's how I, I feel like it is. I'm like every now and then I still have ping pongy thoughts and I'm like, they're just going like all around my head. And so it is a hard feeling. And when you can find the tools that relieve those feelings, I mean, that's amazing. And it's amazing to have those, you know, kind of like in your little tool belt to, 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 help you out. So yours is obviously tachyon made such a big difference for you. And you're like, I, I need to one, have this for me. And then two, like you had a big calling, let's say to share it with other people. And I'm sorry if I'm getting us off track or if I interrupted, but I just get excited. I'm sorry. (laughs) That was the perfect segue. So my vision was I was working as a fundraiser at a nonprofit Mm -hmm. and I'm a single mom with two girls. And I thought, okay, 
who can I talk into opening a tachyon chamber? And I'll take <laughs> them to Dr. Joe or even the manufacturers that I found that I fell in love with. Um, I bet you my chiropractor, like that, there's a spare room in her building. I bet you she will want to have this. Mm-hmm. And as I started to talk to her about it, um, she's like, well, that room is promised. My son's going to start offering reflexology in there, but you know, but, but good luck with that. And she even helped me connect with a few other folks. Like I, I use the best integrative healthcare practitioner and all of her rooms were spoken for. I talked to people who do acupuncture and I just, I remember thinking, okay, Nobody has the actual room or interest right now. So I I said one night to the universe, like universe, if this is supposed to be me, could you just make it like easy, so abundantly easy Mm -hmm. and I will follow through. I will do the things if you just make it so easy. Well, the very next day, a neighbor in my neighborhood came up to me and she said, hey, are you still looking for like a room to rent at a chiropractic office or something? I'm like, yeah, like I'd, I'd like to rent a room from someone. Um, why, why do you ask? She goes, well, the girl I go to for massage, she's amazing. And the space is in Cornelius and the house is really Zen. Very cool. Like, like healing house. Um, but they've got a room for rent in there. Maybe you'd want to look at that. I'm like, yes, give me the number for your massage. Well, the next day I had the, the space planted in my mind. I went to visit it. The best landlord, the best, you know, co, um, co-creators for tenants and Shannon, that that's the space you visited. Yeah. Yes. And I do like, I full disclosure and I can talk about like my experience in the chamber too, but I want to make sure that we get all of like, I want to make sure you have your chance to talk and share like about the story and about this journey. But when I drove up there, it is such a cool little place. You did point out the, like the little Airbnb VRBO to me. And then outside is just this like nice grassy field. So if you do feel a little bit too, like, Ooh, like you can go and ground in this beautiful little, like little field, just walk around in it. And it's, it's really like a cool, a cool place. And then I remember just passing the doors of the chamber, the doors weren't open. We hadn't gone in yet. And I was like, Whoa, what's that? And you're like, that's the chamber. Cause it felt so good. Just walking by the doors, like not even sitting in it yet, just walking by the doors. I was like, whoa, <laughs> like that feels nice. in here. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not even in it yet. I'm <laughs> just near it. <laughs> oh, so, yes. It was um, it was spring of 2021 when I first discovered tachyons. And then it was spring of 2022 when I found this space. Oh my gosh. And so you can see I tried for like a year to talk anyone and everyone into yeah. doing it. Um, so I found the space. We were under like a lease agreement by June, I think. And then by in July, I remember I was painting the walls. You have to paint the walls with the tachyon powdered. Like I wanted the walls to be a pale gray anyway, but you uh-huh. put this, you infuse the paint with this particle magic. Yeah. And like, people can buy that, you know, from me if they want tachyonized walls because it makes your whole room hum and it, it uh-huh. could be your room for your meditation chamber. It could be your room for your you know, where you, where you give Reiki or body coded emotion code, like you can buy particle magic and put it in the page of any room. Yeah. Painting the walls. I was getting the chair, you know, getting it all set up. And then all the equipment arrived from the shipper, which the equipment comes from Arizona. Mm -hmm. Um, People have probably heard of Sedona, Arizona. And that was where one of the first tachyon chambers ever came online. But I bought, purchased my equipment from a a husband and wife team and they infused their tachyon with love source love energy they actually have a special sort of blend of the tachyon that they 
deliver. Do you remember the name of this husband wife team from Sedona? What yes. is it? Paris is the guy and Holly is the girl. Do they and- have like a little coffee tea shop there too? Not to my knowledge. They've since moved to Hernando, Mississippi. So, oh, maybe not. Okay. I was thinking of this really cool and he did like Reiki and they, it was like a really awesome couple, but there's a lot of cool couples out there. And I was like, wait, is it the same couple? Okay. never mind. I'm getting off track because little ADD moment there. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry, everyone. (laughs) So the night when I arrived, the equipment arrived, I remembered um, I had to get out a measuring tape and put these crystal, these pedestals that hold these giant spheres, these crystal balls, there's six of them around you. And there's like thousands of pounds of crystal surrounding you in this tachyon Mm -hmm. chamber. And um, Paris said, you know, it's pretty exact. Like you want to measure out on the floor where the pedestals are going to go and put your person right at the center. The pyramid is right overhead. And once you get everything into place and we're going to check it through some FaceTime and have you show us the measuring tape and all, then we're going to have you close the door to the chair, lock it and be, be absent from the chamber for 24 hours. We need a 24 hour window for activation. And that's yeah. a proprietary process where they have a ceremony and they work with our friends from, you know, beyond this planet to activate and build this permanent portal. Yeah. With a higher consciousness, friends beyond, you know, whatever that may mean to you, like that's who is coming in. But that's it's higher. I, I like to say it's a high vibrational consciousness and not just like any old people allowed in this portal. <laughs> like, exactly. Exactly. And it's guarded. Even they said, Hey, um, usually someone steps forward from the galaxy and says they volunteer. And so the guardian for this particular portal, it's called Torchbearer Tachyon in Cornelius, North Carolina. Um, his name is Io, like the moon of yeah. Jupiter, you know, Io. Um, and that is our guardian who stepped forward and volunteered and said this this will be my duty for as long as this is here to to make sure that no negative entities climb in yeah I felt like I owe like I could feel where he was in the room like when I went into the chamber and settled in it was almost like he was hanging out in the back corner like watching over yes I sense that too and I've had people say they could see him I haven't visually or, or audibly heard him But one of the girls who said she could see him said he's like taller than the room is. I'm like, really? Like how tall? She goes like maybe, maybe 10 feet, you know, just a little beyond the height of the room. I'm like, that is so interesting because Holly told me that he was really tall. Yeah, I would say over 10 feet is pretty tall. (laughs) (laughs) I would say so, too. So (laughs) the chamber was activated almost a year ago. Um, It was August 8th were what they call the Lionsgate portal, 8882. Yes. And that was when we first got to visit in the chamber. And I started counting how many different souls have visited the chamber. Because some people like, like, get this, my, my doctor, who is the integrative healthcare practitioner, um, when she came, you know, maybe she was guest number 37 or whatnot. She loved it so much. She bought one for her house. Oh my gosh. So her kids could grow up and have one. And then my my chiropractor, again, who I was trying to talk into opening one, she is a regular member. She comes on a regular basis. And so, yeah. She's probably regretting she didn't put it in her office. I wonder, I wonder. <laughs> I would totally still, I would, I would help her put a second one in because I just want more and more people to try this. I think yeah. if people find it and it works for them, like it worked for me, Shannon, yeah. it's a gift to the community. It's like, you know, it's not here to make money. It would be great if it paid its own bills, which I intend to get it there one day. So I don't have to just 
foot the bill every month for rent. Yeah. And I, that. I think that's a, like a, I know that there's some weird stuff when it comes to abundance and like a spiritual community, but I think like sometimes we can do ourselves a disservice by being like, it's okay if it doesn't like actually think about like what you would do with more abundance and how much you would serve and how much you would help. Like it's okay to want abundance for those good things. You know what I mean? (laughs) It's it's going to make mad cash just any, any day now. But (laughs) in the meantime, I really feel great about offering this gift to the community. And my goal is just to get more people aware of it. Yeah. Folks, if this doesn't resonate with you, there's so many wonderful tools and pathways mm-hmm. to find healing and to find this peace. So it doesn't have to be tachyon. I love chiropractic care. I love what you do. Mm-hmm. Body code, emotion code is beyond. And so <laughs> I just want people to try something. If they're stuck, they I want them to try something. Something, something different, something that, you know, is a little off the beaten path, maybe. Um a a girl uh, she's not a girl a friend of mine who works out of wise wolf wellness at all doing um as well doing psych k she let me come on her radio show and her goal and i'm like i want to jump on board with this goal but her goal is to get it like people to go oh i'm getting an energy healing oh i'm going to a tachyon chamber oh i'm getting psych k like this to be as normal as saying i'm going to the dentist i have mm-hmm. a doctor's appointment and i think it's important because again we live in an energetic universe. Everything starts at an energy level before it's manifested into this physical reality. So why not use energy for healing and self-care and self-soothing? Like it's important. Um, If people are on the fence about it though, they're kind of like, what do you mean this like subatomic quantum particle? And there's like an entity in there. Like, what are you talking (laughs) about? If they're like, they're curious, but they're on the fence. What is something that you would try to say to them? Because part of me is like, well, just try it. If you don't like it, you never have to come back. Like that's my, you know, but I really don't feel any sense of Adrian wanting to um, convince convince them. And here's why I want their inner guide and their inner guidance, their spirit, their intuition to really guide them because there have been people who kind of like, you know, like my brother and parents and in my brother's wife, they're not really into this whole metaphysical scene. And so they haven't visited yet, but whenever they do come to Charlotte next, I'm sure they'll, they'll visit and they'll probably, and who knows, it might be amazing for them and transcendent, but yeah. people who are like dead set against it, they're going to come oh. in there and sit in the room for an hour. And they're going to like, well, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> like, Oh, I, it was relaxing, you know? Yeah. yeah. But they know it. I want people to be called to it. And I know mm-hmm. it's not for everyone. And it yeah. seems those that are really tied into their, um, you know, their starseed families and Mm -hmm. a little bit further, you know, awake, um, they really enjoy it the most. Yeah. Cause they can kind of tune into it and and get it a little better. I feel like there's stepping stones when you're like going through your awakening. And I feel like maybe learning about crystals is like one of the first steps or learning about like positive affirmations and law of attraction. Like those are kind of the first things that I think like people sort of absorb and Mm. then they can like grow from there. But I do want to tell people about my experience because it was really, really cool. Um, And I came on a day, I think I was like, I was, I remember being really worn out that day. Like I was physically tired. I don't think I had slept really well. Um, And so I came into the chamber and like I said, even just passing by the doors, cause we didn't go straight in. I was like, 
Ooh, like that feels nice. What is that? And then you go into this room and it is just so cool because there's sacred geometry all around. There's Metatron's cube and there's, I think above and the pyramid, there's the flower of life and Metatron's cube. Right. So, and then all this cool crystal balls and then the lights change. So you're getting like light therapy. Um, you made me feel so comfortable and put it like, a, I think a there was a blanket under me and over me that was full mm-hmm. of the tachyon particles. Right. Yeah. And, um, I think I chose the eye mask because I was feeling tired. I think if I had not been tired, I would have wanted to like watch the colors change and things like that. But I remember feeling IO in the back, kind of in the corner, just checking everything out being like, all right, she can stay, you know, <laughs> <laughs> Um, and I went and I know I was tired, but I didn't fall asleep. Like I went into a meditation so quick, so, so fast. And it was kind of like just such a deep, um, deep relaxation. And I almost feel like, and I don't have, here's the thing. I don't have a lot of recall of it. And I heard that when that happens, when you kind of are able to go deep into that meditation, like really deep into that state, your angels and guides are actually kind of taking you elsewhere, astrally doing the work on you and then kind of bringing you back. Mm. And so I remember it was just like a couple of minutes before you walked into the room, almost having this, like, did I fall asleep? And I'm like, no, I definitely didn't fall asleep, but I kind of had this awareness that like, I wasn't fully like I was elsewhere. And then I came back into the, the chamber. Um, not obviously my physical body was there the whole time (laughs) that we know of (laughs) that we know of. Yeah, I know. I could have walked through walls. I don't know, (laughs) but it was so like, I remember just feeling so refreshed and so calm and just peaceful afterwards. And it was just a couple of minutes that I realized like, Oh, like I, I went somewhere else. Like, I don't know where I went. And then you came in and you're like, how was it? And I was like, Oh my God, that was great. <laughs> like it really was. It was very, very cool. So I, I was actually telling, I mean, I tell people, you know, about it since I've gone and I, I belong to a pregnancy loss and support group. And I was even telling them about it the other day. I was like, this is really healing because, you know, I think it's good too, for people who are going through their own traumas and like, you know, losing infants and pregnancies, it really sucks. And so I have this support group, which I really appreciate. And, you know, they're, they're open to trying other things too, because they are dealing with their anxiety and their, their, how the world has shifted for them since their losses as well. And I was like, Hey, this chamber, man, like it gets you into a deep meditative state. It is healing. So I was even telling them about it because I think it's not just for your, you know, it can be for somebody who's is very into spirituality and knows these things, but it can be just like, Hey, if you're looking for support in whatever you're dealing with, I think a a place like this is really good. Um, because again, like your angels and guides are going to take you somewhere and do the healing work that needs to be done as long as you can get your conscious mind out of the way. And this chamber helped me get my conscious mind out of the way for sure. So that is so beautiful. Well, Shannon, I love that you were willing to, and you know, what would I say to folks who aren't willing? Mm -hmm. I I really wouldn't say anything. I guess I wouldn't try to convince them because there's so many who are willing. Yeah. Know that this exists yet. And so that's my job to really build awareness that this is an option. It's Mm -hmm. a drug-free way to address 
you know, depression and anxiety. And I always want folks to be under the care of their doctors. Mm -hmm. If they are willing to do some self-care, this can be a channel where they, they can ultimately become a member if this yeah. resonates with them and they can get their own key and they, you know, as opposed to a key key, it's actually a key code. Yeah. And come whenever this chamber is open and utilize it themselves, they could say, oh, I'm getting off a flight and I'm totally jet lagged and it's 11 PM on Tuesday night. Let me just see if there's a session open at the chamber. What, what do you know? It's open. I'm going to go ahead and put my name on that hour. Let That's myself awesome. in enjoy that hour of respite. Yeah, that is amazing that and you're that you're willing to offer it like all sorts of times and like, you know, kind of in a way like trust people to like not mess with this dream or you know what I mean? <laughs> like, yes. like I should maybe I shouldn't put it out there like that, but I think that's really <laughs> awesome. It shows that like, hey, you want people to come in and really experience the benefits of it. Um, is there anything else you want anybody to know about you or the chamber and also like, how can people visit you? Where can they find you? If they're like, I want to book a tachyon treatment. How do they do that? I think the very best, um, portal to access first is our website. And then from there, you can see all the socials. Um, the website address is torchbearer tachyon, all one word.com. And that's T O R C H B E A R E R like carry the torch. Mm -hmm. Tachyon is T-A-C-H-Y-O-N.com. And if they go to torchbearertachyon.com, they can read a lot of our reviews. They can also see mm -hmm. video testimonials from different folks. And then I also recommend, you know, we, we get to only put the good reviews on our website, right? So why not just Google us and see well, what are, what does Yelp say? You know, what does Facebook say? What does Google say? Um, because those reviews are so powerful as well. And I just think that it'll help people make a decision to visit. If they visit one, two or three times after the third visit, that's when you get the option, if you would like to become a member. Mm -hmm. and, and I do, I have a deep trust. These are people who are very uh, awakened souls and yeah. really looking to help you know the whole planet ascend. Yeah. So those members, I feel great pride in the ones who, who voted to say, yes, I'm making this part of my you know, weekly or monthly self-care. That's awesome. And then I will have that website down in the show notes as well, if anybody wants to check it out. Yeah. So I, I I know Adrian's like, I don't need to convince you, but I really would encourage everybody to try it out because I thought it was really, really cool. So. <laughs> <laughs> so. Shannon, thank you so much for sharing your knowledge and your gifts <laughs> with the community. This has been an honor to be on your podcast, but oh. seriously, Shannon, you are such a gifted healer. And if oh people gosh. have not tried Emotion Code and Body Code, I cannot tell you how transcendent you have truly transformed this right side, lower back pain that I had had for years. Oh my gosh. And Shannon, thank you. <laughs> you removed that cord. And I just, I totally credit the, the practice and the love that you've put into your trait, your craft. Oh um, my gosh. Well, thank that, you. I did not pay her to say that. That was, <laughs> <laughs> no, I really appreciate that. Thank you so much. I get a little shy taking those compliments. Um, but I do love what I do and I do it because I want people to feel better as well. So I, I really appreciate you saying that. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Well, thanks again for this podcast. And I, I can't wait to, to have a link. I'll say, look, mom, look, dad. Yes. I want to podcast. I know. Please share it. And yeah, if anybody enjoyed this, please check out Adrian. Recommend this podcast to your friends and family. And we will see you soon.
Thanks for listening to Energy Levels. If you want to connect with me, please visit my website at www.slsholistics.com or my Instagram account at sls.holistics. Until next time, I hope your energy levels stay high. Bye now.